This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Welcome back to the show, everyone. This is Faraz. This is the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. We're going to go over wide receiver matchups, tight end matchups going into week 10. Uh, Deontay Foreman continuing that workhorse role that he started last week with Khalil Herbert out last night. So hopefully, if you had him, you know, he, he did, you know, he was in the tent for a little bit and then he ended up giving you that touchdown. So that worked out. You know, Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen, what's going on? What's going on? You slowing down? What's going on, Adam? What's going on? I mean, that offense, man, did not look right at all. At all. Like, I don't know what they were doing. Frank Reich has really lost his touch. He really has. You know, um, it, it does suck. Now, I am going to be continuing to start Adam Thielen moving forward, but that was not an encouraging start, you know, this week to start your week off. You were hoping that he would keep continue to come through for you. Didn't necessarily happen. Not great. But, you know, moving forward, hopefully he'll be better. Justin Fields, hopefully, will be back next week as well. This this Bears offense can look a lot different moving forward uh, with Khalil Herbert back, with him back, with that connection to DJ Moore back. Hopefully we see some of that. Now, I do want to mention a few injuries. Uh, T. Higgins has a new hamstring injury. Damn, this guy cannot stay healthy, huh? It's one of those things. He has a new hamstring injury. It's looking like a week-to-week thing at this point. He's probably not going to play, according to Ian Rappaport. Not a great sign, okay? Uh, Jamar Chase had that back injury early in the year. He did return to practice. It looks like he will be good to go this week with T. Higgins. You still got to monitor Jamar Chase, but it looks like T. Higgins is the one that we have to worry about, and I would not expect T. Higgins to play, okay? Um, I do want to mention that, you know, if you – need a wide receiver desperately there are a bunch that i'm going to be going over this week okay in this particular week i feel like there aren't you know you, you there's a lot of te- there's a few teams on by and on those teams is a bunch of wide receivers a lot of wide receivers are hurt as well and we're kind of scrambling to find some wide receivers this week i don't think it's just me so i did put together a little bit of a list of guys that you if you want to dig deep i have those guys on this show that we'll talk about i have nine guys to talk about tyler boyd's one of them okay so without higgins in the lineup we could see some more opportunity for Boyd this week. Uh, Jamar Chase is obviously going to get his, but the slot has been particularly vulnerable for the Texans. Okay, They've allowed the fifth most fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last eight weeks and the third most over the last four. So I think Boyd would be a solid flex play given the fact that Higgins uh, won't go this week. Okay. Um, 
let's see. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm kind of scrolling through the news here just to see what I need to touch on. Um, let's see. Tyler Lockett. He's upgraded to a full for Thursday's practice. Like guys, like make sure Tyler Lockett. Make sure DK Metcalf. Both of those guys are in your lineup this week. I mean. The matchup is just absolutely bonkers. Okay. Uh, Washington's giving up the second most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers. JSN also has a good matchup. The commanders are allowing the six most fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last four weeks. So those guys should be in your lineup for sure. Kenneth Walker, speaking of the Seahawks, he returned to a full practice on Thursday. So this is going to be kind of like. You know, we have two straight games of him being outsnapped by Zach Charbonnet. The first week, it's like, all right, well, was it the calf? Like, was it not? The second week, it was a negative game script. What happened there? You know, just that entire offense just didn't couldn't get anything going in Baltimore. Now, this is a you know a much better matchup for this offense. You know, against Washington. So, what does this backfield look like? As long as Walker goes into this game healthy, there should be a little bit of a litmus test here. Right, uh, a few litmus tests this week. I said that a few times this week with him, Tony Pollard, a couple of other guys. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael Wilson also limited in practice. Still, he's somebody that I, I mentioned already that should be rostered. Uh, you know, with with uh, Kyler Murray coming back, James Conner continuing to continuing to be limited. You know, we don't know if he's going to play, right? If he had some full practices this week, we would be a lot more confident that he would play. Um, but the fact that he doesn't have that full practice yet, we'll see what happens today on Friday. Um, but if he doesn't get that full practice, he's probably going to be questionable going into Sunday. And who knows if he's actually going to suit up or not. Uh, if he does play, though, um, I would play him as a solid RB2 this week. Um, let's see. Damian Pierce still not practicing as of Thursday. You know, I think Devin Singletary still a a you know back end you know borderline RB two play. So if you if you're hurting for running backs, uh, I think even though he didn't perform last week, listen, the Texans offense looked great. It's just that it wasn't coming out the backfield, right? So I do think that Singletary has a decent shot. At, you know, with him getting all the work like he did last week, um, you know, more than seventy percent snap share, all that. I think he still makes a solid flex play. Okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, like, you know, it's funny because I, I saw a video yesterday, uh, you know, with the Ravens offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin, talk about, yep, Keaton Mitchell has earned some extra opportunities. And then all of a sudden uh, he was added to the injury report like an hour later with a hamstring injury. So hopefully this is not a a a real injury like whereas like maybe he's just resting something, whatever. Hopefully he'll be good to go because, you know, you probably, you know, got him off waivers as somebody who you could potentially play this week and, and moving forward, right? So just monitor that. Obviously, if he doesn't play, Gus Edwards would get a more confident bump. Not that I was playing Mitchell over Gus Edwards or anything, but you know, you're kind of more confident in playing Gus Edwards, uh, even in a tough matchup this week. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm moving on. I'm kind of scrolling through this news here. Aaron Jones continues to be limited, but it seems like th that might be the case for a while. He, he did truly get unleashed last week so he's good to go but david montgomery's back in practice in full i have him as an rb1 play this week um i was interested you know i was looking at the consensus rankings just not just for our team and for our team it's kind of low too but just overall in the industry he's uh, he's like a mid rb2 start this week which was really interesting to me personally i, I think that you know i think he's a low end rb rb1 you know at the very least in terms of how i treat him moving forward and in this game um 
Drake London, you know, he's back in practice. He had a full practice on Thursday, which is a great sign. You know, with any soft tissue injury, you know, you want to make sure that he's able to run in full. If he gets another full practice on Friday, I think he's good to go. I mean, he has a great matchup against Arizona. Um, the Cardinals along the third most fantasy points over their last eight games. Arizona's allowed the second most fantasy points to wide receivers who run routes from the left perimeter where Marco Wilson lines up on the defense, and that's where London runs most of his routes from. All right, so make sure to start him. Uh, by the way, Nico Collins, he hasn't practiced two days straight with a calf injury, okay? So I don't see him playing. Soft tissue injury, didn't practice the first two two weeks, like – Maybe he he miraculously suits up and he practices on Friday in full and he's good to go. But I think Tank Dell makes an even better start, right? Um, I think if Nico Collins misses, I think Tank Dell ends up being the clear wide receiver one for Stroud this week. He saw 28% of targets last week, 53% of the air yards as well. Uh, the Bengals have been actually one of the worst at giving up big plays to wide receivers. They've allowed a 20-plus yard reception at the sixth highest rate and the 40 and a 40-plus yard and 40 plus yard receptions at the 10th highest rate. All right. So they've, and they've also let up a, quite a bit lately. They've been a little stout earlier on the year, but they've allowed the fifth most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks. So something to note there for Tank Dell. He should be in your lineup this week for sure. Okay. Uh, Curtis Samuel, you know, he's back at practice, still a limited practice. Uh, so far, he hasn't got that full practice yet with that toe injury. It's possible that it lingers a little bit, but he does have a really, really good matchup. Okay. Seattle's been good on the perimeter, defending perimeter wide receivers, but they've also allowed the fourth lead and they've allowed the fourth least fantasy points over the last four weeks to perimeter wide receivers. But against the slot, they've allowed the third most fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last eight weeks. So, you know, Samuel has been the apple of Sam Howell's eye, right? So you can't throw him in your lineup this week if you really, 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 really need the help. Really, really need the help. Okay. Um, Justin Jefferson probably won't play this week. I mentioned that yesterday. Uh, he he didn't provide a date where he expects to return. And he said that he wants to be 100% before returning. So that seems to me like he is not at 100% as of right now. Not what you want to hear. This was labeled as a four- to six-week injury. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. We'll see. Not great. Not great news, but that's okay. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. Now, if you have Justin Jefferson and you were banking on him coming back this week and you need wins, you might want to trade him. We talked about, a lot. We talked about it in yesterday's episode with Steve. Steve also brought up the matchups, too. Not ideal. Not that we care that much because Jefferson's going to take, take advantage of every single matchup that he goes up against. There's no corner in the league that can handle him. Right. There's no real like shutdown corner right now. Right. Besides like the Jets. Right. Like that's the only situation where you just like do not play your guys against them. Right. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about some wide receivers. Now, you know, I'll, I'll kind of like scroll through my rankings a little bit and then talk about certain matchups that that we have going on here. Let's start with wide receivers. I do have Jamar Chase at number one because of the fact that T Higgins is how out and he's going to get all the targets. Yes, he has a back injury. Hopefully he gets a full practice today on Friday and we'll be relatively confident that he'll be good to go. This week, okay, Amon Ra. Um, Amon Ra is probably a safer play, but like regardless, these guys are going to be in the in your lineup, right? Amon Ra against the Chargers. Chargers have been really, really bad against wide receivers. Stephon Diggs at number three. Uh, Keenan Allen, uh, CD Lamb against the Giants. Now, one thing to note with CD Lamb is this for this week. Number one, the Cowboys probably won't have to score a lot of points. They probably won't have a lot of competition, right? Over the last few games, you know, like la- yesterday's game, they needed to 
throw the ball and they needed to there was a very it was a very competitive game and you saw how many catches cd lamb got in those competitive circumstances right last week and that might not be the case this week but not only that you know he does run most of his routes uh from the slot 65 percent of his routes from the slot and the giants have been pretty damn good defend the slot fourth least fantasy points to slot wide receivers this year the second least over the last uh four games okay so it's gonna be a little bit of a down week for cd potentially hopefully not though hopefully not okay um adam thielen obviously you know cd lamb you know you gotta start him regardless um mike evans man mike evans make sure he's in your lineup make sure chris godwin is in your lineup too okay um the man the this is a great matchup for both of these guys okay um you know, God, like Mike Evans was probably going to be in your lineup, right? But Godwin, you know, he didn't have a good week last week. I expect him to pick it back up against the Titans this week. He transitioned out of the slot this year and now runs a majority of his routes on the perimeter. And the Titans have allowed the most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks overall and the fourth most over the course of the season. He specifically runs most of his perimeter routes on the right side where the Titans have been the most vulnerable in the league over the last four weeks. Okay, so make sure he's in your lineup. Mike Evans also has an amazing line matchup too. He was probably in your in your lineup regardless. Um, but you know, just wanted to mention Chris Godwin because he's kind of on the fringe for a lot of people, especially after the down week. You might want to bench him, but I, I probably wouldn't do that. Uh, Michael Pittman also has an absolutely ridiculous matchup this week as well. Um, New England man. They've allowed the six most fantasy points to wide receivers on his particular side of the field, the second most to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks. But and also they're, they're going to be without Josh Downs, most likely, right? He hasn't practiced yet this week. Now, if you're looking for a dart throw, all right, if you're looking for a dart throw, like a serious dart throw, this is not if you're really in trouble. <laughs> Alec Pierce. Okay. Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman, obviously a must start, right? Without Josh Downs, Michael Pittman's probably going to get a 35% target share in this game, maybe more. But Pierce has a chance to step up, okay? He didn't receive one catchable target last week, but he's running a route on nearly 100% of dropbacks right now. His matchup wasn't as good last week as it is this week against the Patriots, allowing the second most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks, and specifically the second most on the left side where Pierce, Pierce runs most of his routes from, okay? So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. A little bit of a deep play there. All right. Um, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, both these guys have good matchups as well. Uh, make sure both those guys are in your lineup. You know, obviously, Brandon Ayuk hasn't necessarily, like, lit it up lately, right? Um, but, you know, and they've been in, in a little bit of a funk. But both these guys should be in your lineup, okay? Debo Samuel, he's had full practices all week. This particular matchup against Jacksonville right in his wheelhouse, okay? They run a zone defense at the fourth highest rate in the league over the last three seasons. Thanks to hat tip to Dwayne McFarland of Fantasy Life. But Debo has averaged a 26% plus target share against zone coverage over the last three seasons. Okay, the Jaguars have allowed the most fantasy points per game to perimeter wide receivers this year, the third most over the last four weeks. They've been one of the most vulnerable in the NFL on the left perimeter, especially. And that happens to be Brandon Ayuk's primary side. Okay, so both these guys should be in lineups this week. Okay. Um, we talked about 
DK Metcalf and Tal Lockett. Did they have to be in your lineup? DeAndre Hopkins, man, you know, maybe a little bit of a down week last week, but he had a pretty high target share. He should be in lineups as well. 25% target share from Will Levis so far through two games. The matchup is amazing. He he runs more than 75% of his routes on the outside. Tampa has given up the most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks and the fourth most over the course of the season. And to make matters worse, the Bucks could be short both of, the, of their starting perimeter corners this week. Okay, so not good. Not good at all. Our sponsor for this episode is Better Vision. It's an app that allows you to keep track of all of your bets in one place. If you have accounts on all of these different sports books, you have to switch between them to see whether you're up or not. You lose track of where you play certain bets, and it gets confusing, but not anymore, not with Better Vision. All of your bets are tracked in one place, and not only that, the best part is Better Vision will let you know which betting platforms have the best odds for certain bets. All right, so if you like a play, normally you would look through all of your apps one by one to see what which one has the best odds, uh, and then you end up playing on that app. But why not have a side-by-side comparison all on one screen within one app, and then you just click on the bet that you want to make within Better Vision, and you're good to go. Okay, go check it out. It's completely free. Go to bettervision.us or go to the App Store and search Better Vision. That's better with an O, so B-E-T-T-O-R Vision in the App Store today. Uh, I want to touch on Marquis. Now, Devonta Adams, right? Like, extremely tough matchup this week. I have him at 14, okay, because he's Devonta Adams. He's probably going to be in my lineup. If I have some amazing options, maybe I bench him. If I have Marquise Brown, if I have Deontay Johnson, I have them right under him, right under him. But it's like, I get it. If you want to start him, I understand. But am I doing it? He's probably going to be in my lineup. Okay. Um, Marquise Brown, though, you know, obviously with Kyler, I, I think we beat beat this drum pretty hard, so I'm not going to go crazy. But Atlanta has given up the third most uh, receiving touchdowns to wide receivers per game this year. Uh, you know, Marquise Brown has, you know, received a very, very high target share from Kyler Murray, you know, when he is the number one wide receiver. Obviously, that six-game sample size before uh, DeAndre Hopkins played a game for them last year. So he should be in lineups, okay? Um, Deontay Johnson, you know, he's in your lineup. He's he's getting that target share. Um, let's see. I'm kind of scrolling down my rankings here just to see. Calvin Ridley, you know, he's been somebody that's been on the fringe here. I have him at 22 this week, personally, but it's a good matchup, okay? And he's performed better against man coverage this year than zone. 2.3 yards per route run versus 1.58. And the 49ers play man coverage at one of the highest rates in the NFL. They've also given up the fourth most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers over the last four weeks and the third most fantasy points per game overall to the position over the course of the season. Moving down the list a little bit, you know, Jordan Addison, looking at his matchup, man, Amari Cooper, Jordan Addison, both these guys have pretty tough matchups. I'm playing Amari Cooper because he is the de facto number one wide receiver. Addison is as well, but Cooper has proved that he's going to be earning those targets regardless of the matchup. Addison, tough matchup, you know, against the Saints. Okay, let's see. Minnesota, uh, Addison is running about more than 75% of his routes on the perimeter this year, and New Orleans has allowed the second least fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers. Okay, so not, not great. Okay, so I think he is a wide receiver three play for me this week. Uh, but I don't have high expectations for him. 
Okay. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm kind of scrolling down here who I have in my rankings. Um, you know, Jerry Judy is somebody who is a, a little bit of a deeper play, obviously, but if you need wide receivers, the matchup is pretty good for him. Okay. The bills have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last four weeks. And believe it or not, Judy is actually leading the Broncos in target share this year by a hair over Cortland Sutton. Uh, he, he did have a whopping 28% target share the week before their buy. All right. So keep that in mind. Um, Let's see. All right, so let me see who I ha- who else I have as my starts. I kind of went over all those guys. Some deeper wide receivers for you that I didn't mention. Josh Reynolds, if you're looking for some upside, I think he could potentially put up some big plays against the Chargers. They've allowed 40-plus yard receiving plays at the second highest rate in the league, 20-plus yard receiving plays at the fourth highest in the league. So not only that, he runs – you know, from the right perimeter and the slot on 80% of his routes, which is where the Chargers are giving up the seventh most and the 10th most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks, respectively. Okay. Jaden Reed, another uh, guy com- coming out the slot. You know, Pittsburgh has been a little bit better on the perimeter lately after a, a pretty rough start, but the slot has remained an issue. Okay. They're giving up the fifth, seventh most, seventh most, sorry, most fantasy points over the course of the season, the fifth most over the last four weeks. Okay, Um, you know, I mentioned, you know, Tank Dell, obviously, but but Noah Brown, if Nico Collins is out, you know, he could see some more targets as well. He obviously had the big game last week. He could go back to the well on that one. We talked about his awesome matchup out of the slot before his week nine blow up. Okay, Uh, but he has another solid one against Cincinnati this week who have given up the eighth most fantasy points to slot wide receivers this year. Uh, Rashid Shahid, obviously a crapshoot every single week with him, but he's definitely provided some boom games. Right. Uh, Good player. You just never know when to start him. Uh, I wouldn't mind taking the shot this week because the Vikings, they've allowed a 20-plus yard pass play at the eighth highest rate in the NFL, and they play enough zone coverage where Shahid can take advantage of. By the way, Shahid has absolutely dominated zone coverage this year, um, more yards per route run than any other Saints wide receiver. Okay, so so when teams are playing primary zone, make sure to start him. This is a hat tip to um, Scott Barrett of FantasyPoints.com. Okay. If you want a super, super deep one, I think Kyle Phillips on the Titans. Last week, he went four for 68. Okay. Tampa's also, Tampa has allowed the second most fantasy points to slot wide receivers this year. So this is, and this is the spot that Noah Brown went off against last week, right? So um, Kyle Phillips, a little bit of a crazy dart throw if you need one. Um, let's move to tight ends. Let's do it. You kind of know who you're starting. Mark Andrews, Dalton Kincaid, Sam Laporta, TJ Hawkinson, those are your locks. I think George Kittle this week, solid. Dalton Schultz, you know, been getting it done. Great matchup against Cincinnati as well. So because of the fact that, you know, it's a great matchup, also potentially, you know, without Nico Collins, I think Dalton Schultz could take a step forward, get that target share like he got last week. Um, you know, Taysom Hill, I'm going to keep riding it. Keep riding it until it stops. More more carries than Alvin Kamara last year, as a, and you listed as a tight end. Go for it. Keep, keep going. Okay, decent matchup this week against Minnesota. Uh, Trey McBride, you know, he I have him at number eight this week with Kyler Murray back. Um, decent matchup against Atlanta, right? A, a little bit better than a neutral matchup for him. So I do like him this week. 100% route participation, right? He's running around on every single drop back. So get him in your lineup. I have Evan Ingram at 10 against San Francisco. Not the best matchup in the world. Uh, Jake Ferguson at 11 in a maybe not so competitive game. The Giants have been pretty stout against tight ends this year. Kyle Pitts, man, listen, he's still not running, you know, a, a full route participation. It's It's really disappointing. Okay, last week, you'd think he would go off, you know, without Drake London in the lineup. 
but he only ran a route on 64% of dropbacks. John o. Smith ran a route on 65% of dropbacks. I'm sorry, 57% of dropbacks. So like, you know, you know, he's not in that in that realm now where you can confidently start him like at all, at all. Um, a couple streamers here that you could potentially throw in. I think I, you, know, you would consider Kyle Pitts a streamer, I think, at some point. You know, at this point, I should say Logan Thomas, Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry, you know, really came on. You know, they lost a number one wide receiver. I mentioned it earlier this week where, you know, his route participation jumped all the way to a full time player. Um, So he's somebody who is now startable. Okay, you know, his route participation has gone up, down, up, down, like, you know, over the past two years. But, you know, given the fact that they're more too tight end centric this year and the fact that, you know, they lost the number one wide receiver. I think he's still somebody that you could potentially start in in a, in a decent matchup this week. Um, and that's really about it. Like you know, the other guys you could potentially start: Najoku, Janu Smith, Gerald Everett against Detroit. Good matchup for Gerald Everett, by the way. Uh, and and Luke Musgrave. That's really about it. Nobody else really stands out. I think somebody to highlight. I think is Juwan Johnson. Um, Juwan Johnson last week, he, you know, he, he he started to come on a little bit, and you know, you can kind of tell. Like before the season, there was a lot of hype around his his rapport with Derek Carr uh but his rap participation uh when he came back it was at 55% last week it was at 69% so and his target share jumped up to 16% as well with a 100% catchable ball rate so he's somebody that just to keep an eye on because if that rap participation starts moving up you know to 75% we could be seeing some really you know consistent production from Juwan Johnson all right that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I'll see you on Sunday. Uh, make sure to uh, tune in to our lives on Sunday. 11 a.m. Eastern time is when we start. And we're going all the way to 1230 Eastern time. Make sure to check out the website, upperhandfantasy.com. That's where we're going to have all of our rankings. They're all updated. They're going to be, re- they're going to be updated every single day up until Sunday morning. Um, so make sure to check that out. Uh, and yeah, that's it. And you know, if you while you're at the website, make sure to sign up for our free daily newsletter. It comes to your inbox every single week. If you don't like it, you can unsubscribe. But I think you're going to like it. Okay, we put a lot of effort into it. A lot of analysis, stats, uh, entertainment, uh, a lot of stuff that can help you out. All right, and it's come straight to your inbox. It's a five minute read. And I think I think you guys will enjoy it. All right. Well, we'll be back uh, on Monday. You know, me and Zach will we'll go over all of Sunday's Sunday's action, and we'll see you guys soon. Take it easy. Bye-bye. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 